This is a slaying moment. everybody and welcome back to another episode of slaying for me i hope all is well and you guys are doing great and you're staying positive safe and sane and you're um taking care of yourself as this weather keeps fluctuating yesterday it was so nice outside i had my i seen some people with their toes out but i had a little bit of my foot out little side foot out in my um little loafer and i was like lord please don't let me get sick i don't want to be out here too cute thinking I'm real cute and the weather is in 70 and then it's going to bop down to 45 tomorrow and I don't want to be sick. So guys, make sure that you're still wearing your little jacket. You got on your socks, put your socks on. Don't let this weather fool you and get you all caught up in a game and you be sick coming in these following weeks. So this week was great because it's you know like I always say I always have self-discoveries within a week and this particular week it was a lot of things that I discovered about myself and one thing that helped me discover something about myself that I didn't know I was listening to um Sarah Jakes Roberts um sermon that she did for the woman evolved I think it's woman evolved a woman thou are loose um, conference that she did at the powder's house, which is her dad's um, church, which is her father is TD Jakes. But anyway, so she did a sermon and the sermon was, she spoke about doing things, you know, doing things with your mind and not with your heart. And it's like mind over, you know, mind over your heart and leading with your mind instead of leading with your heart. And it really did. I mean, the sermon, if you guys have an opportunity to check it out, it's on YouTube. Go check it out. I think it's, um, I think it's pour out your heart or leave with your heart is one of the two. Just search Sarah Jake Roberts and the, um, YouTube search handle and it'll come up. It'll be one of her recent videos. If you have the opportunity, go ahead and check it out. But anyway, and it's a very, it's it's a sermon we all I think we all can listen to even if you're not a spiritual person it can motivate you but anyway so the sermon struck a chord in me because I remember the time in my life that I didn't do things on leading on my heart like and when I was listening to the sermon I was like man where are the where are there areas in my life that I need to lead with my heart right and I was like man it's it's a couple of areas in my life right now that I need to put my heart in and not my mind. Like, I will be honest. It's some, it's some moments in my life right now. I'll be like, man, man, I should have led with my heart. Like my mind can, your mind takes over. It does. Your mind can take over a whole section of your life and you can be walking through with your mind, with your head first, as they would say, like, you see how little kids, when little kids run, when they first run, it's not funny, but it's hilarious. When little kids first run, when you see them run, they always running with their head first. They never are like running with their whole body. And that's exactly how it is sometimes in life. We just are moving forward head first. Like we're not standing straight. We're all linked over with our head going forward. And it just made me listen to the sermon, made me think about a moment in my life where I, d- I just was going into a head first. And, um, you know, I'm normally a person that wears my heart on my sleeve. Like I am 
the sleeve heart person. Like if you see me, my heart is there on my sleeve. You're going to see it. It's going to be out there. It's going to be out there in the streets. Um, but in this particular moment, I've had a few moments like this, but this particular moment that comes to the forefront for me, um, when, um, is when I, my heart wasn't on my sleeve, but the heart sleeve was cut completely off. It was not there. The, my heart wasn't even showing during this time. And I don't know, I, I was going through a lot within my personal life at this time, but it like bleeded over into my, my work life. And when I, as a creative as a creator, as an artist, I always leave with my heart when I come to creating something that I want. Even this podcast, it my heart is all up in this. I don't I don't play when it comes to me um sharing my perspective on life or um, you know, motivating you guys and creating this motivational safe space. I leave with my heart on this because I never want anybody that's listening, any of you guys that are listening to this podcast to feel like Alexis is just saying stuff or she's just doing it. Everything for me, it comes from my heart. Even when I'm talking my shit, it came from my heart because I don't talk my shit often I might say some things that are you know might not be in agreement with everybody but it is coming from my heart and you know people can agree or disagree with that which people will when you're doing something for from your heart because not everybody will understand that but back to what I was saying so um the moment that came to me when I was listening to the sermon about you know leading with my mind and on my heart was in 2018 I produced my second theatrical production called I'm a different kind of woman which was the annual production that I did for a couple of years um I produced my second one my second show in New York City it was my second show my first show was in 2017 it was amazing it was sold out it was a one night show it was in Harlem it was in Dwyer Cultural Center shout out to them in um Harlem and um the show was amazing. I was so full. My heart was all in. I was all in it. My heart was like, I was leading with my heart. I was loving with my heart. I was doing everything. Everything from that show was so amazing because I was so excited. It was my first show that I produced in New York and it was sold out. I was like, okay, honey, you doing it. So I was like, 2018, I'm going to come back for a two for right. In my mind, producing this, this, the 2018 production was all mental it was all about me I wanted to produce a sold out show people are gonna come out and do it in Harlem it's gonna be another situation you know we're gonna go bigger we're gonna go better we're gonna get some people to sponsor us we're gonna do everything was mental the show was from my heart but the production and the producing part was all mental no heart was in that whatsoever I will be honest so the whole during the whole process, even rehearsals were very mental. Like I was just like all about strategically getting everything together so people can be able to come to the show. Um, I remember like in one of my rehearsals, um, one of the actors was late and I was just like so upset about it. I was so upset. She did communicate with me ahead of time. I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm being, I'm late. I had this going on. And my mom was like, girl, you, you messing up the money. I got the, I paid for this rehearsal space for a certain amount of time. You get here past that time. I got to pay a little extra. That doesn't make me feel good. And although I understood it was out of her control that she was late, she had, you know, the train situation. Anybody that I know about New York trains on the weekend, especially on a Sunday, honey, the schedule cons- 
flip the script on you. You can be going express and then it will go local. And that's exactly what happened to her. In my mind, you should have got out earlier, but she did get out earlier. But the train, she, she know that the train was going to flip the script. So in my mind, I was like, girl, you messing with the money. You messing up my budget for how, how long I was going to be able to do and rehearse in this space was not her fault but that was me thinking from my mind and not leading with my heart and saying dang you know it's out of her control so she comes to rehearsal and we get the promo for everything but during that whole time during the whole time in the pre-production to the production standpoint I was very mental I was all mental it was all about selling out the show it was all about it was all about getting a beautiful location so the location that I got for this show was at an art gal- gallery. It's Rio 2 Art Gallery in, in Harlem. It's um, Washington Heights, actually, but that's in Harlem. It's in Manhattan. And beautiful location. I went, me and my sister went to go see the location. They were doing an actual women's exhibit for from Women's Month, which was during the time that I produced my show, which is for Women's Month because I'm a different kind of woman. It's the name of the show. Women's Month is all about women. And, um, I ended up connecting with this lady cause I was going, I was going to rent the space out to do my production. I was like, this is perfect. You guys already have a program. You got an event happening during this time around women's month. I think my show will bring it full circle. So I pitched my idea to the lady. She was like, yeah, that's fine. So we were talking about numbers and she was like, you know, I'm gonna give it to you free. Me and my sister looked at one another like, did she say free 99? So we ended up getting the space for free. As great as the space was, it was on a rooftop. You see the city and everything. It was a great location. Great location for anything, uh, any event, but it was not a great location for my performance. As great as it was, it was not a great location for my performance. But thinking mental, oh, I got this lady to give me a space for free. I got this, you know, I'm going to do this sold out production. I got all of this stuff land out, have this plan. I didn't even think about, okay, it is not a lighting board in here. It is not a sound board in here. I was just thinking about how the show, you know, not, I I wasn't thinking about what the heart of the show and how it would affect people, the experience. I was thinking about, okay, this is a great location to have my show, right? Somebody gave it to me for free. It makes sense. This all aligns with the plan that I came up with. But it took away the heart of the show because it's a theatrical production and um, the venue had some of the things that I needed, but not everything to make the show be exactly what it could have been the first time that I produced it, which was in a theater. So the show comes, the day comes or whatever. And that whole day, I woke up feeling so incomplete. I was so incomplete, like I was moving, I was doing everything, but I was just, it was a sense of incompleteness that was just there. I just couldn't, I didn't, everybody was like, oh my God, you did such an amazing job and all, but I was, I just didn't feel like I had completed this. I was just like, I did this thing. That was it. And I remember just saying to myself, like, dang, did I accomplish what I wanted to accomplish? And I didn't because the show was not sold out. And I just was like, my heart wasn't in it. 
My heart wasn't in it. I was so focused on producing this second show and keeping the momentum going that I forgot about the heart part. I forgot that the reason and why I wanted to produce this project again, I didn't have a reason. The only reason I had was that I wanted to do the show and sell it out again. I wasn't even thinking about the story because each year when I produce the project, it's different. It's different stories, different women, different voices that are being told. And the voices were powerful. The script was great. But my heart in producing the project was not all the way in there. It was there, but it wasn't all the way in there. So even today, when people ask me about that production, they'd be like, oh, didn't you do a production in 2018? I don't remember what the marketing looked like, child. I don't remember what the show. I can't even remember the cast. <laughs> and that's messed up. Like, I know what they who they are, but I don't remember. It's, I just don't remember. I, the only thing I remember from that show was that I did a marketing promo, and it was in black and white. And the marketing promo was great. It was great. And I worked with a specific videographer. I remember when we shot it or whatever. That's the only thing I remember from the show. I don't remember anything. I don't remember the feeling of when I was introduced on stage and what I said to the audience. I don't remember what the venue looks like. I don't remember the people that were in the space. I don't remember anything from that day. I don't. I know I had a dancer open up for the show. I don't remember what the hell she danced to. I don't remember much from the show because I was so, it was all mental. And, you know, to be an artist and to not remember a moment when you produce something and how you just floating through, you know, that means that what you weren't even aligned with yourself to even bring your full self, how you're going to, how are you going to bring your full work? So I, like I said, I went into that show mentally and instead of focus on the story and the impact it will have on those that attended, I didn't, I didn't even, I don't even know how it impacted. I have video of people talking about, oh my God, this show, blah, blah, blah. But it just, I can't even watch the footage because I felt like I didn't put my all into that. I just put my mind into that. And even today, it really I got goosebumps thinking about it because I never want to be that person again. Um, I also, during that time I launched, uh, I hosted my first, um, not launch. I hosted my first charity art event. So in, in, um, in collection with my show for women's month, I adopted an organization called the breakfast before books, which is an organization through my church, FCBC, which is first Corinthian Baptist church in Harlem. I, they do a program for, um, children in the morning where they give them breakfast in the morning during the school, um, during the school year. And the organization is called Breakfast Before Books and it takes a certain amount of money for them to be able to, um, get food to give out to the community for children that don't get the opportunity to have food. Great organization, right? I was so into it. I was so excited about it. That didn't even turn out right because my whole thing was about the numbers to turn out. People are going to come. They're going to come to be a part of this production. They're going to come and be a part of this charity event. You know, I got 
I got another venue to sponsor me, sponsor their space for me to have this charity event. I was so excited. It's in Harlem. It's in a brownstone. It was good. It was a good, nice um, space that had a backyard space. It was beautiful. The space was beautiful. We had a bartender. We had a DJ. We had finger. F- it was a bunch. It was a, it was a vibe. It was great. I have a, had my husband at the time. This is when we first met. He was the live painter. That was a beautiful experience. We had other painters there that were able, people were able to see their artwork and, and everything. And people were able to donate and purchase and everything. Great event. Set it up so amazing. I was so excited. The turnout was not, people was there, people came. It was not as big of a turnout as I would have liked for it to be. But then people did actually come and then they did, that people did at donate as well. It, it didn't meet the goal that I wanted had in my mind because in my mind I was like this is about to be explosive like people are gonna come out they're gonna have a good time we're gonna raise this money for this organization but it didn't do that it didn't meet the goal or the expectation that I had in mind because my heart my heart was not there I was so focused on meeting these quotas and having this this uh, meeting the plan and executing the plan that I forgot about the heart. I forgot about, I didn't even speak at the charity event when they were like, Oh, it's time for you to tell the reason why you did it. And I let somebody else speak on my behalf because I didn't have anything to say. I was so like, Oh, nobody showed up. Nobody came Where did we didn't, I was focused on the wrong thing. The energy in the room was beautiful. People had a good time. The people that came, they had an amazing time. People connected. People got to know one another that have seen one another in passing. It was a great event. It was. And some of those people in the room, I still am connected to. Um, But I didn't even speak at the event because I didn't have the heart to do that. And, you know, as I talk about it, it makes me really sad because, you know, I didn't even allow for myself to to live in that moment. I was so focused because my heart was when you live in the moment, when you're in the moment, that means that you've seen your heart was in this and you allow for yourself, your heart to it be expanded and you you see the love in the room when you're leading with your heart because the love was put into it, it was poured into there. Right. When you are leading with your mind sometimes and your mind is taking complete control, you don't even see the love. You see the numbers. You see the expectations. You see the limitations. You see who wasn't there. You see who didn't show up. You see who didn't repost you to see who you see all of the things that your mind wants you to see in a negative instead of saying, oh, man, I see the love. I feel it. You start feeling the love in a space. So my mind was taking over my heart at that time. It had, it had already taken over. It had already taken over the whole situation because that whole weekend, I was just like, man, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm incomplete because I didn't do, I didn't go in with my heart first. And after that weekend, I felt like I wasted my time. It was a lot of wasted. I felt like a little big waste of time, honestly. <laughs> I was doing a lot of moving around and not enough moving forward. Like I was moving around, but nothing. It's all of the things that I created. They didn't make me feel complete. So I, when I allow, when you allow for your mind to take over everything, 
you feel incomplete because your heart wasn't allowed to do its part, right? Like I said, when you allow for your heart and your mind to align with one another, it's so powerful. It's such a powerful thing when your heart and your mind are in unison, when they, when they're connected to one another and they're moving at the same beat at the same pace, it creates a powerful thing. You know, my heart started to started the train right when you think about it your heart does start the train of giving you the confidence to move forward to do certain things it does it does your heart when you say oh my god I am so moved to do this painting I'm so moved to write this book I'm so moved to speak um do this speech I'm so moved to you know do this dance or choreograph this dance your heart that's your heart starting the train and it's giving you the confidence to be confident to say i'm gonna take this dance from in my room me choreographing it to put it on video that your heart giving you the confidence and that's what my heart did my heart gave me the confidence to put my productions on stage to take my stories from the paper to the stage and then my heart helped me to my heart was the, the thing that helped me to write my stories to move forward with my stories, right? It was to make a powerful script. It was my heart. It was my heart yearning to tell these stories for these women that I experienced in my life. And um, my heart helped me to believe in myself, right? Because at the end of the day, your heart, even when your mind, because your mind has a mind of its own. And that's so true. When we say, man, my thoughts be, I'll think, you know, it's a, I think I mentioned this on a podcast before how they say, I, I read a meme how they said that, uh, you know, don't, your thoughts will have you thinking going into a down, downward spiral sometimes because you can think one thought and then your thought will think another thought and then it will go to another thought. You can be like, man, I can't do that. Then your thought will be like, girl, you sure can't. And then another thought will be like, girl, don't just give up. Your mind will have a mind of its own. It will allow for itself to go either up or down. It, it, it depends on where you're going from. Or you can have an up-down moment. Like, you can be like, man, I can do this. And then another thought be like, man, you can't do that. So it does have a mind of its own. So, you know, your heart helps you believe in yourself. It does. In those moments when I was just like, damn, I can't, I can't do this. When I did my first show, it was so many adversities. It was so many things that I was going through before I decided to, in my mind, to even do my show, right? It was a lot of things like I had already had this expectation. I'm a planner. And that can be my downfall. Let me tell you why. Because I be planning shit and God be like, dang, well, I have a plan for you. And because I don't have a plan for you. You gonna keep planning. I'm gonna keep planning my plan, and you gonna think that the plan that you got is great, but it's gonna fall completely apart. And I'm gonna go back to my plan that I have for your life. And that's where I was at the beginning in 2017 before I did my first show. I had this plan. Oh, it was elaborate. Oh, the plan was like ah, it was spotless. Okay, that plan fell through so fast. (laughs) It was so fast. I was looking around like, how the hell? This plan just fell through like that, but it did. God did it. He sure did. And then months later, I ended up doing my production. And with that, my heart and my alignment with God helped me be able to do that. 
He helped me be able to do that. So in 2018, I needed my heart to help to also help me produce my show. So when after that, I I just I did it. That day, I, I've ever since that day, I've been aligning with God so I can so he can help me with all my dreams and give me what I need, which helped me be able to keep forward and do what I needed to do and produce the things that are from the desires of my heart. So in 2019, when I produced my third production in the second charity art event, my heart was on my sleeve, honey. It that pro- 2019 popped okay 2018 was just like okay guy was like "Mm, you ain't in it you ain't doing it for the right reason he was like checking me in a sense and sometimes you will go through heartless mind mind driven things that will break your heart and have you feeling unfulfilled God will take you through that so you can learn how to get back to the alignment. Align yourself with him, your heart and your mind, and he will guide you. And that's exactly what happened. That 2019 event, that 2019 show, charity event, that whole experience, my heart was full after that weekend. Like I didn't allow my mind to take over this that situation in it. And it led me and I led with love through the whole process, everything that I touched in 2019, everything that I did in 2000, even casting the people that I cast, every person that was a part of my cast, I, it was a loving situation. Everybody got along. It was a good energy. It was good people that I've worked with. I had the opportunity to work with people I hadn't worked with in a long time. I got the opportunity to work with people that I enjoyed working with on previous projects. I enjoyed the whole process my crew was great my cast was great the people that I was working with with the venues everybody my charity the charity art event the organization that I decided to adopt was um project performing arts in Harlem I know I'll be talking about Harlem Harlem is my place that's my that's my second home kind of and uh the organization Project Performing Arts, shout out to them, is a school that help that is a performing arts school. And it just reminded me so much of where I came from and how I started in the arts and it teaches. It, it just spoke to my artist life and what got me involved in what I'm doing and making producing as a career and being a writer, filmmaker, um, producer. Um, that was my start. I was in performing arts. I went to a school that did performing arts and my mom had organizations that helped me learn dance and, and acting and all of that. So I love that. That was my heart beating at that time. So I was so full after that because I feel like what comes from the heart reaches the heart. And it was so many people that I touched through the production and the charity event. The charity event was a success, you know, just, you know, speaking about it just makes me feel so good because that moment was so powerful for me. And I was able to leave my heart so, so freely, so freely and God aligned with that. Um, I, I, I say all of this to say, I, I want to encourage you to do everything from your heart do not allow for your mind to take over all aspects of your life when you're doing something what comes from the heart reaches the heart they used to tell us that when we were in church and I used to be like what does that mean as a young person I used to be like they just saying sayings because sometimes in church they do be just saying sayings (laughs) 
But as I became more seasoned and I experienced life a little bit more, what comes from the heart does reaches the heart. There have been productions I have done. There have been things that I have done in my life. And people come to me and be like, dang, that touched me. That touched my heart. And, you know, being a person that wants to see people be a better version of themselves and make people feel good and, and create things, I entertain to change the world. I don't I don't entertain so people can be like, oh, Alexis, you cute. Oh, that's great if, you know, I get a clap or a woohoo. You know, that's great. <laughs> I think I'm great in my own right, and we all are. But everything that I create, I do it because I want to entertain to change the world. I want to help change the world in any way that I can from my perspective. And I can only do that if I'm leading with my heart. If I'm not leading with my heart, it's it's irrelevant for the model to even take place. For me to even say it out loud to you guys, your mind will always be chained because it has a mind of its own. Like I said before, it will always be your mind will always want to kind of convince you to go against yourself. But it's all about thought process, too. I feel like, you know, your thought process and how you speak to yourself. So um, allow for your heart to speak to you because it has a voice, too. Your heart does have a voice. It does. It tells you, you know, when you're full and you feel like a fullness, it fills your mind with positivity. I don't know if you like this weekend, my husband had the opportunity to teach at Tandy Leather, um, he teach he taught a leather crafting class, and in that class, it was so full. Everybody's heart was full. Everybody's minds were full. It was a fullness in there that it was just like people were so they opened up their hearts. Sometimes you have to open up your heart to others to fill your mind. I feel like because when you come in with an open heart and you come in with a loving heart and the desires of your heart is to learn and to receive from other people, your mind, it will fill your mind to be like, dang, you know, I can hear what people say. I can receive what people are saying because my heart is open to receiving and hearing what they're saying. Um, That's what I believe. So I know you guys are probably like, what, how can I listen to my heart, Alexis? And these are just a few things that I feel will help you be able to listen to your heart and lead with your heart. I feel that meditation can help. You know, sometimes you got to send in a a sense of stillness where you have to still your mind and calm your mind down to be able to listen to your internal self. And that's your heart, your internal voice. And for your heart to speak to you aside from your mind and all of the voices that it has and all of the different things, sounds that it says. Prayer. Prayer will silence, allow for you to listen to your heart. And God will interject in meditation as well. When you're meditation, you're in a, a, a space of stillness God will come in and help you he will open up your heart and for you allow for you to listen to it if you're aligning with him he always have he always is the heart speaker okay um listening to a song that brings you joy look I'm all about joy I'm all about this a good song it's a couple of good songs that talk to my heart and be like girl you you got that one song in particular that always gets me and I love this song and it gives me a feeling of warmness every time I listen to it. It's Beyonce, the Beyonce song uh, that she did for the soundtrack for Richard, King Richard. What's the song? Alive. I love that song. Every time I listen to it, it taps into a part of me. It opens up my heart, my mind, and I feel the warmth 
softness that she would like every word that she said. And it just reminds me of the power of those individuals and empowers me. So it opens up my mind to be like, I can accomplish anything. I can do anything. I can, uh, you know, my heart is in it. I can be as passionate, as determined, as intentional. I can do anything. It, it causes me to be free. So a song can bring you, you to hear your heart writing reading scriptures like scripture will do that like I know that sometimes it's a, a scripture for me that opens up my heart and it's my favorite scripture is Luke 1 for with God nothing should be impossible that opens up my heart for with God nothing should be impossible if I'm with him nothing is impossible for me hello <laughs> that was a worship but and then also journaling. I know that some people like to journal to get their heart speaking, speaking out their real thoughts, speaking out their real feelings. It, you can listen to your heart by journaling. I'm not much of a journaler person at journals, but I will write if I'm too consumed in my mind, I will write it out and my heart will start speaking and it will clean, clear my mind and allow for my mind and my heart to be on the same page. Dancing those people that dancers speak love language they speak from their heart through their bodies i always found this because i love to dance and i know there are people that are dancers like i'm i love to dance i'm not a dancer okay i got the moves but i ain't the one it's people that choreograph pieces it's pieces that i've seen people choreograph and dance and dancers do and they're speaking from the heart they're speaking from their heart and it's so powerful singing people that are singers honey if you can sing, people sing from their soul, but I also people believe that people sing from their heart. Singing can be a way that you can express your heart, right? And you can listen to your heart. Um, taking a long bath. This is me. I'm be honest. When I'm in the bath, it's like I'm shedding at all of the things that I'm feeling in the world. And my heart just starts speaking. Actually, when I'm, and this is probably not safe and y'all can call me out on this. When I write my notes for the show, I do it in a tub because <laughs> I feel like I'm in, I'm more bone, I'm more free, I'm more relaxed, and my mind is clear, and my heart is open to receiving whatever I'm trying to put out into the world, and I'm receiving everything, all of the ideas from God in that moment. I feel like I'm in a I'm in alignment with my heart and my mind when I <laughs> when I'm in a tub. I'll be taking my notes, child. I'll be safe, y'all. Cooking. Some people like to cook, and sometimes you know, cooking a great meal or cooking for their family and friends helps them be able to listen to their heart. Some people, my mom used to say, um, when she's not much of a, a cooker, but when she did cook for my grandmother, she said that, um, she would hear things negative, negatively, negativity within the kitchen. Like it will bring her mom will bring us some negative stuff to her in the kitchen. Right. But then, when she, I know people like my grandmother, she enjoyed being in the kitchen because it brought her joy and it helped her get clarity outside of the kitchen. So, you know, two different aspects, like the kitchen can be a dangerous place for some people, but for some people, it can be a part, uh, a moment where you can, you know, hear your heart speaking to you. Driving, people like to drive. Some people like to take long drives so they can clear their mind and they can center themselves. And that's the time that you can listen to your heart as well. The list can go on. It's a long list, but I feel that the thing that brings you joy and helps you clean and clear your mind will open you, will open you up to listening to your heart. I feel that way. So I encourage you to find 
some time or find a moment in your life that you listen to your heart and then go back to a moment when you were mind driven, when you allow for your mind to take control and how, you know, do a, a, a pros and cons list or, uh, or, or filter through how that made you feel when you were in that moment where your mind was taking control in comparison to the moment where your heart was taking control and allow for yourself to lead with your heart. Sometimes a lot of the times I feel like in this world, we need to do that. We need to lead more with our heart and, and it will cause us to be more empathetic as a society sympathetic as a society understanding we'll be more um compassionate we'll be more giving if we live with our heart instead of leaving with the mental and with the with society or the media is telling us that we should post the we supposed to be thinking like this we supposed to be thinking like that we supposed to think of this person we should sometimes you got to leave with your heart and let your heart tell your mind what to do but I just want to encourage you guys to just go ahead and leave with your heart. Lead with love. I'm all about leading with love. And the only way that you can, I think you can do that is by leading with love from your heart and aligning with God. If those that are aligning with the universe, if that's what you believe in or whatever you believe in that brings you peace and serenity, um, will help you be able to lead with your heart. So I hope you guys have a heart filled week. <laughs> And I hope that all is well. Don't forget to follow us and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. This list get me. Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Amazon Music, and RageWorksNetwork.com. And don't forget to follow me and listen to me on um my social medias at Alana Fuss, A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And uh, I hope you guys have a great week. And don't forget that slam for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a good heart filled week. Bye.